Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wild Wasteland. This is Dean Maldonado, and as always, is uh, God. He's he's too giddy tonight. This is uh, Michael Johnson sitting right across from me. Speak. What's up? There we go. Boom. The vocal cords are still got it. Yeah. I eat pizza. Your gestures are fantastic, but they can't see that. I know. No, we're not Joe Rogan. Okay, we don't. I don't want to show off the fact that we have a lot of uh, mug shots on the wall, but they're not of <laughs> famous people. Yeah, they're actually printed on towels. This is kind of weird. Yeah, and they're all just our friends who have been arrested for <laughs> trying to help us make this episode. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, uh, we got statistics now. We do. I mean, we always have statistics. Oh, we got. Well, I mean, like. Fuck it. We've got a book. I do. Yeah, I, f- I found this really cool book. Um, where'd you Where'd you get this on, like the bus stop? No, no, no. I there's a there's a bookstore right near my house that I mean, the, the, it looks like Ollivanders out of uh, the, Harry Potter. The occult. Actually, he doesn't have a large occult section. Most of what his, a loser. Most of his occult section is on like. Books on dreams. What does your dream mean? That's basic bitch baby dictionary. stuff. No, we're getting into the real occult tonight. We're talking about... No, we're not. We're not going to be... No, we're getting into real occult. This oh, is... do we actually have occult stuff in there? Yeah, this is real shit, man. Oh, fuck. All well, right. So no, is... I'm excited. So the, the the cool thing about this book is that actually... So it, it's a compilation of these two separate books that were, that were put out in 1977 and then 1983. Okay. Those are all based on this man, uh, Charles Fort who is literally the guy that basically like promoted the occult and mysticism because what he did was he would go to public libraries. And so he would go to uh, the New York public library, the Philadelphia public library. He would go over to England and go to their public libraries and he would go to the magazine sections. Mm -hmm. Because that's where you find the real occult shit. Yeah. Well, no, he would go to the newspapers and, and the magazines and he would find these strange stories that were printed because they're they're real. Yeah. And because they were a little out there, like they just kind of got passed by or like, you know, sometimes something crazy would happen, but we're at a major world war, so nobody really cares. Or they just never follow up on it. There's like, no updates. Exactly. Like, like with like with the Yeti tracks that we that they found two weeks no ago, update. right? But why would we in America ever see an update for that? Because we're like... Well, should we impeach our president? Well, he's given us a lot of reasons, but I don't think we should do it yet because I don't think that we're that bold. What about the Bigfoot? Exactly. Exactly. What about the Bigfoot? I don't care about this stupid guy in the fucking yeah, office. The guy's already an idiot. We already know he's an idiot. Exactly. Let's talk about Bigfoot. Come on. Give us something better. Yeah. But so, uh, but yeah, so actually, uh, Charles Fort's first book is called The Book of the Damned. It came out in uh, 1919. Fucking, oh my God, can you imagine 1919, Book of the Damned? Yeah. Like, oh my God, we just got beer back. And now so, I'm reading The Book of the Damned. And so his first, uh, like the Century's preface. awesome. The preface of the book yeah. is his visualized reality of what the world would be like if these articles that he found were actually followed up on. Okay, all right. I'm liking uh, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because really, a lot of the things that he found, the stories really, the reason they get passed by is because they completely go against most laws of science. Yeah. So because it's so confusing, they don't even want to touch it. Yeah, it's like, no, that that can't possibly be true. Well, because like, like, um, okay, Okay. with uh, Darwinism Mm -hmm. and creationism, right? Okay. So the theory of evolution and the theory of creation. Yeah. The reason that scientists will not look at the creationist theory is because the majority of modern science is built off of Darwinistic theory. That's true. Of, you know, uh, kill or be killed, kind of like the, uh, with like apex predators, with mm-hmm. like uh, survival of the fittest and things like that. And, um, you know, small little uh, kind of attributes that you build up to make your, body better and like your your animal or whatever race of guys not you are. doing that bro yeah, evolution yeah evolution's doing it bro but so if they were to accept that everything was made by a single point yeah that would break science it really would it would and so it's not yeah, no, it's, it's not it's... worth looking into with the idea of if i figure this out 
then every other person working in this field in any kind of way has to change what they're doing. Just like global warming. You know what? <laughs> not even not even global warming, but you know what's been pissing me off a lot recently? Uh-oh. Is the, sidetrack. Is our is, is our is the calendar. Yeah, what's going on with that fucking calendar? 365 and a quarter days? How about you fucking round that bitch out and let's get some even shit. Exactly. There have been there have been so so many calendars proposed. Yeah. That make more sense than what we use cuz we still use, you know, the first fuck actually we went over this. Yeah, in our astrology episode, in our episode astrology 11, episode, episode yeah. 11, yeah. Because we've been using the same goddamn calendar for, since, since the then. beginning, yeah, since 5000 years ago. It's just like But the thing is that like all it took was the one guy to be like, "Hey, um, I measured everything. That's and been- this is much more accurate than trying to follow the moon when we just follow where they are in line with the sun. And everyone was like, wow, that does make sense. Let's change the calendar. Now, let's keep the moon. I like the moon one. 12, di- 12 months, solid and, 12. And, and now and now people can't even wrap their fucking brain around taking out uh, daylight savings time. They're like, well, how will I know when to change the clock back or forward? It's like, you won't. You won't yeah. do that. You just simply won't do that. I don't know. You're who not these a people farmer. Are. Yeah. You don't need to wake up earlier to tend to your fucking crops. And we got flashlights now. Exactly. You Come can... on. I hate that. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's really been weighing on me. I'm like, why can't we change the calendar? Because there's like Yeah, I'm I'm like that, but with metric system. Like everyone's like, America should, should use metric system. America should use metric system. I'm like, how about the rest of the world use our system, huh? Because our system's stupid. Our system for Fahrenheit, sure, it feels better. It's what? more accurate to where you like. I like seventy degrees, but some people like Celsius bitches would be like, I like thirty-two. But if thirty-three, that's way hotter than thirty-two. Yeah, it is. Yeah, see, like thirty-two is fucking hot. Ex- well, regardless, <laughs> I'm just saying, like the difference between sixty-eight and seventy-two. That's like a solid, like I'm feeling comfy degree. Sure. There's no Celsius for that. I'd have to do like Celsius 32 or 30.18. But, but but the problem, I guess, does it matter? Because when you look at it your- It matters because we all, well, we, okay, we, we but, landed, we couldn't land on an asteroid, remember? Because they can, uh, mathematics- Well, so what you got to think about though, right? Is it like, when you check your weather, your, your, your weather app. I don't have a weather app. Okay, most phones come with it pre-programmed. I the, I uninstalled it from my fucking phone. Get, All right. I know you. I know how the government works. I'm just saying, like, it gives tinfoil hat on. It gives you four temperatures when you pull it up. Okay, it gives you what temperature it is outside. Yeah, technically, I like It gives that. you the high and the low of the day. Okay, and it gives you a thing called the real feel temperature. That's what I like. I like real feel in Fahrenheit. You could get that in Celsius. They could be like, it's technically 26, but it's going to feel like 25 and maybe See, even as cold as 24. This is confusing. I don't know. That's a lot. That's a lot of temperatures right there. Okay. You slow, ignorant piece of shit. You know, you know what? It is already 22 o'clock. Is it? It's 22.26. We're recording this. Uh, I'm glad that you can jump over to goddamn military time. Well, military it, time isn't isn't an issue. I don't have to do a forty percent or convert or like uh, divide something <laughs> by something. I don't know what the fuck. Fahrenheit mul- is so. I mean, multiply Celsius by is so three, stupid. then divide by two, and then subtract seven. Is that I, really how I you figure? Okay, <laughs> that's uh, that actually sounds. I think correct it actually is like multiply by two and then subtract seven. That's, I, that's stupid. It's something like that. It's, Just it's use something Fahrenheit. Really easy. Like. Everybody's like, oh, metric system, metric system. And I get it for the measurements, mm-hmm. but for the for the degrees, Fahrenheit seems more accurate. So let's get into our into our topic for today. Our topic for today is uh, teleportation, specifically oh. human teleportation. Finally, the real stuff. Well, so the, the, the cool thing about all of this, because uh, my, my brother was listening to one of the episodes and he was saying that I should cite my sources heavier. Yeah, so that you know which that one—the one that's an archaeologist or the one that he's a medicinal chemist. Yeah, yeah, he's a medicinal yeah. chemist, so he oh. really wants to. How hear about the you cite our fucking sources, bro? That's what I told him. I said, "Ask me for them, and I'll send you all my sources." Yeah, like, but I'm not gonna sit here being like. And then if you go through www forward slash cia dot gov slash 
this file slash declassified this. Like, I'm not going to break down yeah, where I come go. come on, bro. If like, you want to know, send us a message on Facebook. I'll or, send you all my links. Or start us a Reddit page. Yeah, that works. A too. subreddit. We'll send you everything, and you you can do it. <laughs> How about you have sixty four listeners on your podcast? Yeah, huh? yeah. I'm sick of these comics going or people going. Oh, you should do this joke. You should talk about this. I'm like, no. How about you start your own shit, and then you can talk about it. Or you can just take their ideas. I I, I, I <laughs> I've been starting to do that. I say, come on, they're they're giving you free ideas. Um, I I take it, and I'm like, we started tonight hmm. talking about intellectual property. There, that's someone throwing theirs at you. And saying, catch, it's yours. I don't want it. Get out of here. What, what are we talking about teleportation? Well, so teleportation. I want to go to Australia. Can I do that? Possibly. Nice. I like that. I really like this more. Well, so, I mean, with human teleportation, it's very odd. Because specifically with a lot of these um, stories and references, the really big reason that kind of pushes you to believe that it's true is quite honestly the fact that nobody involved had any reason to lie. Except Which, that they're in a book. Well, they... Yeah. Because <laughs> at one point when it happened, some reporter came over and was like, I heard there's a crazy story here. And they're yeah. like, well, I mean, yeah, this this shit just happened the other day. And they're like, what? Well, that's interesting about all this stuff because even like with a book deal, like as lucrative as... um. Fuck! What the hell is that one called? The uh, the Amityville Horror. Oh yeah. Like Obviously their lives. Of. Well, no, not not the uh, not the uh, initial family that got murdered by their son. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, what could have happened? He shot everybody. There's like, there's no ambiguity there. And uh, it's Amityville. It's kind of like the Lizzie Borden thing. It's like literally the entire rhyme tells you the entire story. So what's the mystery? Well, the mystery is why did she do it? And it's like. Because she wanted to murder somebody. It yeah, doesn't, we we, like, will, we will never know why she gave her mother 40 wax and her, fa- and her father 41. For that extra rib that a man has. I don't know. Right. But, <laughs> but the, int- the, the, the point I'm trying to say that the, uh, these book deals, like all, the, all mm-hmm. these things, are not as lucrative as you may think. Not and all. nobody, like a lot of these people, their lives are ruined. Like after the like the Amityville horror kind of a kind of a, a bad example because I don't know anything about the family. I, was their life ruined after they moved out? I have no idea. Maybe. But a lot of these alien abduction ones, those guys are legit like fucked up for the rest of their life. They're like looking over their shoulder and they didn't get any money. And they're like, well, they made a book deal, but well, so yeah, there's there's actually a good amount of it's it's actually it's really it's a very small section of the human teleportation thing is the possibility of UFOs. Um, I like it. You want to read it verbatim? No. Oh. <laughs> it's a book that was written initially in 1977. Do you know how long... A lot long, of N-words. Do you know how long it takes them to say anything in 1977? Oh, it's takes, not like a philosophy book. No, but it takes like two paragraphs to say oh what we say in one sentence now. Um, but, yeah, no. so actually one of the... One of the by far most interesting um, was this, uh, the Mary of Agrida, Mary of Agrida. So she was a nun. Um, It's fucking nuts. She was a nun in Spain in the 1600s. Okay. And now she was kept in. In the nunnery, she was not allowed to leave her mm-hmm. entire life. Yeah. Uh, however, um, when explorers went to the New World, the natives in New Mexico talked about this woman, Mary of Agrida, who would show up in her blue robes and give out crosses and teach them about Christianity before anyone went over there. Okay. And so, uh, here we go. In Harry Prince's memorable account in Poltergeist Over England. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. That was actually the wrong one. <laughs> that was, <laughs> well, that, here we go. It's... Well, the Poltergeist in England was very fun. It was, it was a, a group of Wiccans mm-hmm. were doing a ritual, and a woman uh, was getting into bed, like, fucking halfway across London. And she 
teleported to yeah. a different bed? No. Oh, no, her bed teleported to the middle of a field, right? No, no, no. They actually, she, f- at the Wiccan seance, she fell through the ceiling okay. into the middle of the seance, still in her nightclothes. I was like, where am I? <laughs> and they, were, they were like, got her! Kill yeah, her! Get- <laughs> Did she die? Did she get no, murdered? No, 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 no. Oh. They found her. Uh, oh, these Wiccans are crazy. Hopefully they don't summon us. That'd be awesome. But so, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, the mo- this is arguably the most remarkable feat of teleportation. Um, the Venerable Mary Jesus of Agrida. Uh, although she was, no- she was never known to have left her Spanish convent, it was officially estimated that between the years of 1620 and 1631, she made over 500 trips to America to convert... Uh, Yumano Indians of New Mexico. This estimate was not arrived at lightly. At first, the Catholic authorities, made wary by uh, delusive claims of you know religious hysterics, they put a lot of pressure on her to dissuade her from insisting that she actually flew across the Atlantic. So and- she's saying this. Yeah, she's like, I did this five hundred times. Yeah, and the and the uh, everyone's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. You didn't and they put nothing. her. You remember our, uh, you remember our medieval torture. I'm sure they put her in that. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine. Remember the fork one? Yeah, the heretic's fork. Yeah. They probably put her in a heretic's fork to be like, "Are you sure you still flew across the Atlantic?" I don't know. So uh, the only testimony of missionaries uh, to the Mexican Indians persuaded them to authenticate her experiences, because in 1622, Father Alonso de uh, Benavides in New Mexico, Mm -hmm. uh, wrote to the Pope that he was asking who preempted him and his uh, missions to convert these specific groups of of Indians, the the, the Wamanos. Yeah. Sorry, Yumanos. Yumanos. Hey, Yumanos. And yeah, so the Yumanos actually themselves declare that their knowledge of Christianity came from the Lady in Blue. Uh, a European nun who had left them with crosses, rosaries, and a chalice, which they used for celebrating Mass. This chalice was believed to have come from Mary's convent uh, in Agrida. God damn. It wasn't, That's fucking nuts. It wasn't until 1630 when that exact Father Benavides returned to Spain that he heard of Sister Mary and her fantastic belief that she had converted all of these mm-hmm. uh, Indians in, in New Mexico. And then... Uh, so he obtained leave to examine her, and he did it so closely. And re- he received the exact accounts from her that, she, that, that he, he received from, uh, in America before he even met her. Sheesh. Um, and so she actually had a notebook, mm-hmm. like a, a little diary that she had written down specifics of all of these journeys and these flights across the Atlantic. And he was like, okay, well, you should probably destroy that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Otherwise, they're really going to think you're fucking crazy. He's like, I believe you, but no one else will. Um, how sh- Did she ever say how she was able to do it? No. She just, she, well, so, actually, the interesting thing is that, um, so, just as the, the, as the folk traditions of all lands warn travelers that go into a fairyland, uh, they always warn them that, you know, when you're in fairyland, you can't take any gifts, don't eat the food, and uh, don't fuck any women. <laughs> Otherwise, basically, you'll die. Wait, they told her this? That's not. That's what everyone says to you when you're in like the fairyland. In, in fairyland in, is Mexico. No, no, no. It's it's just oh. it's a big. So in in myth and lore, <laughs> yeah, throughout, throughout time, specifically coming out of like Ireland and Scotland, they had mm-hmm. fairyland, which they also called the other world. Um, however, for most all other cultures. Anytime they were in the wilderness or in nature, it was considered to be fairy fairyland. Uh, that's the where druids, like, yeah, and well, the that, Scandinavians. Well, yeah, I mean, so even for like the Grecians, like the mm-hmm. Grecians, they would run into gods in the woods because the woods was the land, the the wilderness that man didn't take over, is where the gods played basically. Yeah, in and 2011, so, uh, Iceland uh, moved the highway because the plan was going right through a fairy, a fairy hull or really? something. Yeah, the Icelandic people uh, still to this day believe heavily in fairies. They should. Because, I don't know, I've seen some pretty crazy videos online. Listen, I mean, 
if American Gods has taught me anything. I haven't seen that show. Fantastic. It's also a really good book. Um, I haven't read a book. In I know you since haven't. This. Well, all a god needs to have power is for it's someone belief. to believe in them. Yeah, it's always it's always the case. Yeah, that's what Star uh, Stargate SG One taught me. Well, so I was actually I was looking into this thing called uh, the Emotion Code. Okay, which was pretty interesting, because um, it's kind of just like that. It relies a lot on the fact that our body will heal itself. Because at the end of the day, if you were to take a microscope, a very high-powered microscope, and yeah. look at you know your hand, You right now, this is a solid object, right? Like I can't fucking poke through it. But if you were to zoom in enough, we're all just atoms. It's true. Oh, you know, like, atoms, bro. An atoms world. Like technically, when you push your hands together, there is, is a very small space in between your hands strictly because the atoms can't touch. So you literally can never touch anything. And so... They're talking about how emotions literally is just motion of energy mm -hmm. and that the and that diseases and other issues in the body is from basically pent up energy sitting in a bad spot. Okay. Um, that your body is having trouble releasing. And so this whole emotion code is like trying to use your subconscious reflexes to understand what is the issue to fix things that you're feeling physically as wrong. So like if your shoulders hurt, right? Yeah. Um, it's most likely because somewhere in your body, you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. Man. So you will manifest that pain. And so the placebo effect and more interestingly, the nocebo effect, which is when they give you legitimate medicine and because yeah. you believe it's sugar pills, it doesn't work. And then they give you sugar pills, and you believe it's medicine, and it fucking works. Yeah, that's one of the weird things, right? To one to the point where they gave a batch of uh, cancer patients fake radiation, yet their hair still fell out. These kids these days. It's it's because your brain is really it decides how you feel, and so if it wants to fix something, it can. Mm -hmm. If it wants to make you think that you're drunk. Because your friends have been feeding you non-alcoholic beers all night and not showing you that the can's non-alcoholic, you'll get hammered. I know you did, right? Yeah, we used to do it with all of our fun little friends. Um, yeah, ninety percent mental, ten percent physical, dude. Yeah, that's why whenever I'm having sex, I'm just like, don't you are a giant dick. <laughs> but so for for Maria Vaglita, she actually she said that um, she was warned by God that. Um, it says, is a quote, that neither by thought, word, nor deed must I presume for too, uh, yeah, presume too long uh, for or touch anything unless it were God's express will that I should do so. So basically, she was told by God in these travels, you, you know, can't touch anything, don't eat yeah. anything. Like, I'm moving you, basically. Which, when I heard about this story, I was thinking about it, and it, to me, could have possibly been light inspiration for the Blue Fairy in Pinocchio. Cause oh, okay, Because yeah. this is a lady in blue that would mystically appear, and I was like, and it was back in the 1600s, I'm like, that could have been a good inspiration for the fairy in Pinocchio, the Blue yeah. Fairy. So... Which was an inspiration for Twinkerbell. It was. Tinkerbell. Yeah, which was the inspiration for a lot of little girls to become prostitutes. So, really, <laughs> she hurt more Mexicans than helped. But she helped a shit ton of new Mexicans. It's true. She didn't help <laughs> any Spanish. She stayed in her little convent. She's um, like, I'm just going to hang out in Mexico. Like, I need a break from all this fucking sitting around teleporting. I'm going to go to Mexico in my mind. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. So what? The the fun oh, thing about this is that also because it is so old. Are you still fantasizing over your like telenovela Ooh. hot date right now? <laughs> Fidel. Oh my god! You went from Jose to Fidel. Uh, there's you a went, lot of them. You went from like Mexico to Cuba. It's my mind, isn't it? I, mean, I guess. I would tell God's helped me do it. 
there Just burn the book burn the notebook there there are other uh examples um is the one with the um there's like a spanish there's another spanish one and it was like uh the sailor appeared across the ocean i think in Me- again again in mexico yes is that yes, in there too this is in there um hold on i actually i was yeah this that one's in there um that one's really crazy to me. If there's any any evidence to it, there there is evidence because there was depiction. There was not depictions. There were uh, notes taken because he went from one army base to another. Yeah, and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I was just taking a siesta, bro. I just woke up here." And they're like, "Well, put him in jail. We don't yep, know who this guy go. is." Uh, it's the tale of a soldier who was instantaneously transported from the Philippines to Mexico City. It yeah, was over nine thousand miles in October fifteen ninety three. The uniform that he was wearing uh, when he appeared in the city's main plaza was unfamiliar to the inhabitants, but later turned out to be that of a regiment stationed in the Philippines. Questioned by officers of the Inquisition, the soldier could only say that moments before his appearance in Mexico, he had been on sentry duty uh, at the governor's palace in Manila, the Philippine capital. The uh, The governor, he said, had recently been assassinated. Uh, how he came to be in Mexico, he had no idea. Months later, a ship from the Philippines confirmed the news of the assassination and other details of the, of the soldier's story. Um, the simple, a simple experience of teleportation. Oh, it goes on to the next guy. But yeah, so they literally were like, "Who are you? Where are you from?" And he was like, "Where am I? I, <laughs> I was, am. I was from just in the Philippines. Home. Uh- <laughs> Is this not Manila?" And they're <laughs> Is like, this- what are you wearing? He's like, "What are you wearing? <laughs> Why are you questioning me here? You're the you're the crazy one. I was just walking doing sentry duty." The the best thing about this is that like it's a story from 1593, right? Yeah. Why does this happen more? What I'm saying. How did they understand each other? Like Philippines, Spanish, you know, it's like the same fucking language. Not at all. <laughs> Filipino and uh, Mexican Spanish are very different languages. Yeah, I don't know. Fifteen hundred, like who? Who would have been the mayor of the uh, whatever that was, or the Mexico City, or anything? Like I don't know any. I don't know anything about anything. Like I assume that they're like the Philippines were controlled by the Philippines, but for all I know, it was controlled by the Dutch, and the Dutch also controlled Mexico at the time. Okay, so they both were speaking the same language. I can see that, but I have no idea. I have no idea who's who's doing who, though. That's fair. I mean, at the same time, in the last, literally since the 1600s, we've yeah. lost about 98% of all spoken languages in the world, and we're down to, like, eight. <laughs> Gonna start building that fucking tower, bro. Tower Babel. We got one language. Hey, <laughs> we down, we down to eight. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. We'll build a tower to you eventually, God. The, uh... Some of the other interesting stories were, I mean, because then it goes on to the some of the guys in UFO with UFOs. Um, what's your what, what, which one you want to read? Huh? Well, so I find the uh, the materialization of objects to be more interesting. Okay, all because right. usually it's it's usually there's more witnesses around. Yeah, you just and like driving the down thing. the street and then like a no, cat it's, it's it's kind of more like um. <clears throat> Like there was a story of a man who was a Spanish sailor and he was out in the middle of the ocean yeah. and dropped his favorite knife. Oh, and I hate fell that. overboard in the middle of the ocean. It's my favorite knife. And when he got back to his home months later, his wife had his knife in right? her face. How'd that happen? No, she actually she wrote of when it appeared because it literally she said it fell out of the sky, went through the skylight of their house and stuck straight up into their dining room table. And when Ooh. he wrote, they actually, they compared the notes. And when he wrote about himself losing it, literally instantaneously, she wrote that note about her finding it crashing through the skylight. Wow. So it's almost as if the man loved the knife so much that he willed it to the one place he could think of, which was his home, which that's what I always find pretty cool because <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I mean, I'm a fucking nerd, and I love yeah. love the idea of telekinesis. Oh, like moving objects in your Professor mind. Professor X. So there's that's the thing about telekinesis. It's a very overarching statement, 
It literally just means moving things with your mind. Yeah. Um, but you, it's also used as like mind reading and mind control. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. That's telepathy. Exactly. People will say that they they're telekinetic. And it's like, yeah. yeah, no, they're a telepath. Yeah, what are you talking about? I would it, just slap them and say, learn your fucking language, yeah, idiot. People, people like, they, we're, we live in a time where people love a good, overarching kind of... Uh, oh, term? Yeah. I'm a mind guy? They're they're an ist. We're in an ist or, uh, or, or you know, an ist or ick I'm a society, you know? I'm a telic. You know, we're like, oh, that guy... I saw this. I saw a white guy yelling at anyone of color. He's a racist. And you're like, okay. So now he uh, he has this yeah. giant label of racist when he could have just had like a bad day. Yeah, he just doesn't like Polish. I mean, um, Polacks. He doesn't. He just doesn't like the Philippines. I don't even think the Polish like the Polish. Yeah, who does? That's a good question. Like, hey, if that, you're listening in Poland, uh, you know there's actually the largest. The the highest density of Polish people in the world. It's in Chicago. Number one is Warsaw. Okay. Number two is Southside Chicago. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh. The uh right right on the uh Indiana border. Mm. <laughs> very, very, very far south, like just outside Gary. Yeah. This seems like a good place. The Polacks for built all of that. And then up north, the Swedes built all of that. That's why you can then the Sweats middle, better. I guess so. Yeah. In the middle, we just were like, "Hey, any architect, come on down. We just burned down the city. We need a <laughs> lot of new buildings." I mean, we didn't burn it down, that was but a cow. it just it just happened to. You know, now we can hire you. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna make uh, contracts with one company. Yeah. Chase Her- Hernandez Cutting. They do oh. all of the road cutting for asphalt and cement. Oh, is this is this a real thing? That's actually a real thing. It's literally wow, there's it's one company that fucking does all the road work. I feel like if if you're not too afraid of being murdered, maybe we'll do an episode. Of I will not. Because you know what? We'll we'll film that one remote. We might get thrown into the asphalt. Exactly. Exactly. We'll f- wake oh. up my ankle sticking out of lower whacker. Ah! <laughs> Wake up! There's just a, pe- a, sl- a slab of concrete in your bed. Uh, ah! So some of the 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 other cool things about the 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 flight of objects, because yeah, I mean, Harry Houdini spent the majority of his life uh, actually going around and um, disproving all this stuff. Well, disproving mystics, yeah, and people who claim they can speak to the dead, yeah, uh, mediums. Because he hated them. Because when his mother died, yeah, all these people kept sending him letters of like, oh, Mr. Houdini, I can help you. I can help you commune with your mother. Oh, man, can you and imagine so he how would, annoying that would be? Well, so he would go around to all these different people. And he's like, okay, okay, I will pay you $300. Well, that's if, a 19... Yeah, it's... Oh, it, one money. It's a shit ton of money. I don't know how... It was that? more money than someone making their life. Okay. <laughs> that can't possibly be true. Someone who makes their money as a medium? Oh, yeah. You'd have to like scam a lot of people. Yeah. So he was like, listen, I'll give you $300 if you if you can prove that this works. He goes, okay. but I'm allowed to do things during your seance and check for things. And they're always like, I don't know about that. <laughs> And so they actually started. <laughs> I'm a little skeptical. They all started banning him from seances. What? When? Because asshole. well, because he would go to a seance and he would be like, "Ha ha!" He was like, "Look, this is fishing line holding this thing up. It's not actually floating." Oh no! Or, or you're not communing. Or he'll like give them like false, yeah, answers for when they're like just trying to guess uh, an answer from him. So your mom, she started with a G. And he's like, "Yeah." They're oh. like, okay, yes, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a Gloria, gra- Gloria Greenwich, and he's like, no, her name was Lois, and they're like, what? <laughs> but um, you me. they they actually started because he would publish articles in newspapers about these people, yeah, and all of these different mediums were like, we need to put an end to Harry Houdini. Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's he's, he's got a hit piece on us. Well, because once because once he's dead, they're his mouthpiece. So that's what he was trying to fight. Yeah, was that's it? yeah. He was, uh, and so he put out a shit ton of books you can't about it. You defend yourself once you're dead. And he was, uh, 
he would dress up in costumes and he would go in disguise to different seances just mm-hmm. to prove these people were fakes. <laughs> Cause it, I mean, it was, it was so early in, in, in the, you know, whole like 20th century that yeah. really, I mean, it, it was there, a wild wasteland. It was yeah. dark a lot. Like if you were sitting in a dark room and something went thump, you didn't think there was another person in the room that you just hadn't seen, you know, like Gary, you, just think is that a, you, Oh, it's a poltergeist. There's like electricity shooting out of the floor. You're like, what is that? It's a ghost. Yeah. Well, because, and that's the interesting thing about all of these uh, materializations and flights of objects. Is, okay. Is that. They all take place a long time ago. Well, they do, but also people blame poltergeists. And we. Yeah. As a we modern. We stopped doing that. As a modern society, we wouldn't even be able to see ghosts. Why? Because there's too much light. You're right. We should turn the light off in here. Well, that's that's one of the things that like there it used to be a lot darker. So if there was something that appeared 50 feet out in the middle of a field, you would fucking see it. Oof, like those Gettysburg uh, ghosts. Exactly. Did you ever see those? Yeah, oh yeah. Those are those are pretty creepy. But so like something like, like that. In the trees. Or like you know you would hear a weird noise in your house and you would go and investigate and you would find things. And it's more than just like a creaking pipe. It's just like a demon doll just sitting there like, yeah, I'm Annabelle. I didn't pull the string. We don't have string yet. Because ah! <laughs> um, well, the fun and like, that's the fun thing is that like, I mean, we burn our eyes every day looking at screens. I don't. I, I, I know that you do, though. If you look at a computer, a cell phone, no. or a television I take throughout my, your entire day. I wore sunglasses. You wouldn't be able to see a ghost. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, man. And we also, we also, we always have things buzzing. So if there is random noise, yeah. you don't notice. You're just saying that. We're very distracted. Yeah. We're, we're a very distracted society. We don't really take... It's because we move very quickly, you know? Yeah, like they talked a lot slower back then. Yeah, look at this fucking book. Yeah, you're telling me. This would have been 70 pages now. Because <laughs> also, most of this would be in redacted. Yeah, and... Uh, well, we can't tell someone about this. Oh. This would have asked me and put up way too many questions. Jeez, why do they keep calling them uh, colored? Uh, <laughs> they don't, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> no, have you ever seen the show... Um, it's on Netflix right now. Love, Death, and Robots. It's an anthology show. Like It's like the Twilight Zone. It's fucking awesome. I highly recommend it. I watched it twice this weekend. Okay. Uh, this week, not this weekend. But one of the episodes is about this um, Chinese folklore about this, uh, you know, Nine Tails mm-hmm. from, like, uh, from Pokemon? I think this is what it's based off yeah, of. Yeah, the original lore of the Nine-Tailed Fox, right? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's. It, yeah, I can't it's, remember if it like it like shows death is near, or it's like something that's like very it's like good. Seductive. It's like a, this this woman that's like super sexy and wants mm. to fuck you. And when when you when you like think about her, you can't ever get her out of your mind. And um, but her other form is like a fox with nine tails, something weird. But um, in the show, it's like oh, progress is coming. Like the future is coming. Like it was like in China, like right at the cusp, right before the train started rolling in. So as soon as the trains start rolling, they're like, technology's here and like magic is dying and all this other stuff. And at the end of the show, it went all like cyberpunky. But uh-huh. like that concept of maybe we killed off magic. Like well, we really did. Well, the, to technology. It's not that we killed off magic. It's that we started to understand it, and we call it science because we can replicate it. It's a lot less fun. It is. But, like, because I was, like, the other day I was looking into books on alchemy, right? Because alchemy was the biggest thing for a long time. Still is. I and do it, it still every is. day. Because now we call it chemistry. No, that's that's way lamer of a name. Come on, let's, let's that's keep all, it alchemy. That's all alchemy is. Alchemy is yeah. taking an object. And turning it into a different Turning thing. into a different thing, yeah. which people wanted to use on they wanted to change lead to gold. Now you can do that. Not really. Well, it, it, really, it costs it costs like a million dollars an ounce. It's really hard to rearrange molecular structure of a of a 
carbon atom. We can do that. We yeah, sure, sure. Why put not? in a centrifuge. Put a put a few more drops of atoms in it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and then run it through that whole like CERN thing and yeah. have it collide with another atom and make a small amount of dark matter and then suck that into a little tube and then. Whoa, dark matter. What? Yeah. Sci-fi, am I right, uh, listeners? <laughs> Star Trek. As a conspiracy theorist, if you don't think about dark matter on a daily and basis and find it interesting, we should cancel this show. All right, Wild Wasteland, cancel. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I shouldn't have put an ultimatum out there. We're way too pa- we're too far past ultimatums. Yeah, I like all tomatoes. I don't. I love tomatoes. I like cherry tomatoes. Wow, okay. that's about it. It's canceled. Yep, we're out of here. Canceled. Get this freak out of my lab. My trailer. <laughs> that's why I call this place. I call it the lab. This is where the science happens. Yeah. Uh, truth, the truth happens. Oh, my God. Don't make us truthers. Wait, what is a truther? Again? Truthers are retards. Oh, the truther was the guys with the, uh, the, the um, truthers, Obama. The truthers uh, are, are people who. Oh, the 9-11 truthers. Don't, you're, the, not, you're a truther. Truthers, truthers are people who's, who have been presented facts. Yeah. And then they say. The people who presented those facts are lying, yeah. and we need to find our own answers. Otherwise, I don't believe any of this. We need to find some alternate facts. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, yeah. So you yeah. want to do you want to do a million dollars worth of research with a giant study, and you want to go through all that trouble? Or I'm no, a, I'm a no, flat earther. No, you want to Google, yeah. until you find a graph that fits what you're talking about, because anyone can make a goddamn graph. Oh, God, here we go. Here's the fucking uh, um, global warming again. No, 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 no. I, when I, whenever I think about truthers, I really think of flat earth. I really do. I think of flat earth truthers, because well, they're- it's, it's the truth, bro. It's flat. And every time they like go a to pizza pie. every time they go to prove that the Earth is flat, <laughs> they show how round it is. <laughs> it really it doesn't help that the first person to calculate how round the Earth is was a motherfucker in ancient Egypt who literally just used sticks and figured out how round the Earth is. Yeah, and uh, then we're like, hey. That guy had to be way off. Let's lose our science lasers. Oh, he was like spot on. Yeah. Oh, wow. He was off by three feet. Oh, because, yeah, because uh, he's probably expanded since well, then. Because, you know, a few hundred years, you, know, you get a little bigger. I mean, literally, all he did was he put a stick and he measured the shadow and then he went back to where he was from and he put a stick and he measured the shadow and he estimated the difference and he was then calculated with how the circumference should have been and figured out the globe. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm like, if flat earthers want to disprove him, do the, do the same experiment. Exactly. You don't need thousands of dollars of research. You need a minimal grasp of math and a calculator and two sticks. A million dollars for the research and a tape stuff measure. Doesn't hurt, though. No. Come on. Like, no, but it's also just a great excuse to say why you are underfunded. And we, we can't get the same results that are going to prove what we want to show because we don't have the funding to show it. Get two fucking sticks, dude. Yeah. Two sticks. Well, we argued that Dave Sheely failed because he didn't ask for enough money. Maybe he was just too good at proving skunk ape. That's, the, that's I think, what was the issue. I think, I think really the big issue is that he probably took multiple <laughs> loans for different crypto searches. Oh. He was probably like, back in 96, he was like, all right, guys, I found Mothman. He's out in the Everglades. I'm going to build a shack. Let me get $40,000. I'll build a shack and I'll buy some land. And then you won't hear from me ever again until I find Mothman. They're like, all right, so you're going to go sit in the swamp? And he's like, yeah. Sick. Oh, get out of our hair. All right, here, here's your here's your money. All right. And he came back later. Like, Couldn't find that damn Mothman, but I swear to God, there's a skunk ape out there. <laughs> Pretty sure there's a whole family of them, too. Me and my brother, look at this footage we got. I mean, my brother's not in the footage. He's the one taking the footage. And I'm next to him, just out of the screen. Oh, you see that skunk ape walking right there? Right when we had the camera up? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks no, for that. I we need another grant. Okay. We need another wave boat. We need a quiet one. What? We need a quiet fan boat. Get Dyson it, on it. They may- <laughs> Dyson can make a lot of money with that. Yeah, a, f- a fanless fan boat. Yeah, a fanless airboat. That'd be quiet a- fan boat. Wow, 
I think that'd be dangerous. That like be. the quiet Priuses. Honestly, I think people would go for their like their initial ride, and they would get sucked through the tube, <laughs> <laughs> and then shot die. out the back. Yeah, like what happens if you put your hand in the Dyson fanless fan? Nothing. Oh, because I always well, figure that you put it in and it goes into another dimension. Nah. So the way it works, it really is the the band is stimu- is putting out. Yeah, um, there's a band. Yeah, we need a, a, f- a bandless fan. It's it's a it's a metal band that goes around the outside of it. Yeah, and it, uh, puts out the correct electrical frequency to stimulate the air molecules to rush in that direction. It's oh. really high tech shit. That is that sounds high tech. Yeah. Well, the best thing is that they made a hair dryer. What happened? Well, the hair dryers, it, it's really, it looks like a small version of yeah. of the Dyson, and it's like thicker too. And uh, because it's a hair dryer, they made it pink instead of their natural silver and blue, which is what they make most of their products. Sexist. And so the first ad they put out was the creator of Dyson, Mr. Dyson, looking through it, and it was Dyson hair dryer. Don't put your dick in it. <laughs> That was that was their first ad was don't put your dick in it. And I was like, at least they know what people are thinking when they look at this thing. Yeah, that does look like a it's flashlight. A lot, oh, it's a, it's it's oh, it's a, it's a high tech flashlight. It yeah. heats itself up. Ooh, I like my blowjobs like I like my women uh, on fire. <laughs> oh my god! I know Wait. we. I know that this this uh, this little shack is a uh, Sharia law protected. Oof! Watch out! Get the stone. Watch boys. out! She kissed her second cousin. Get her. Get her. Get her. Get her. <laughs> get the stones. She's only supposed to kiss the first cousin. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? What are you doing that? But I just I I, I find it kind of sad that that our that we've lost kind of like the, the the childish imagination of the fact that like. There could be like a poltergeist. There could be a very upset spirit living in your home and fucking with you in little ways. Yeah, like why do I suck so much at life? Is it because I can't make my own decisions very well? Or is it because it's a poltergeist fucking with me all the time? Yeah, he keeps switching my clock around. That's why I'm (laughs) always late for work. Oh, jeez. My boss is really eating my ass. Hey, that sounds like a good boss. (laughs) It's a poltergeist. Oh, God. (laughs) It's a cold kiss. Only the butthole. Yeah, I don't know if you were if you were a dead person, would you want to come back as a poltergeist, or you want? I definitely would. I would fuck with everybody. I feel like if I if I died and I had the option of like, so your spirit will go on. Yeah, and you can either stay in the place that you know Mm -hmm. as a poltergeist and just fuck with people because they're in your space. (laughs) I'm an asshole. What can I say? Or you can just move on as a spirit and find your next spot. That sounds a lot cooler to me. Just like just drifting through the cosmos. I'm like, hey, maybe the Crab Nebula has some yeah. cool shit, and just like fly float that way for millennia. And then nah, I'm gonna hang in that in the house. Yeah, okay. But I feel like as a spirit, that's always like a <laughs> fallback option, you know. Like if I'm a young spirit, I want to go out and I want to wander. But what if I'm an old see, spirit, yeah? I want to be crotchety. Yeah. So die young is what you're saying. I guess so. Yeah. Hey, look, the 27 Club is still in arm's reach for me. Okay. Okay. I just right. have to make it three more years and get wildly famous. That's what Which we're, that's it, what we're trying to do here. Yeah. Oh. You got three years to die. So there's Uh-oh. a there's a fun little movie I watched the other day. I think I told you to watch. It's called Nerdland. Okay. Um. I think you mentioned this to me. The uh, main voice actors in it are Paul Rudd and Patton Oswalt. Um, and they are two guys living in LA and they make a promise to one another. They will get famous within 24 hours. Okay. Um, what the fuck? And they, they do it. Um, but the way that they find to fame is through infamy. Yeah. No, that's the only way to make, and become famous and in the, 24 and hours. It's great. Cause they, they look at it and they're like, well, what are the major shows right now? To make a murderer, yeah, uh, the Ted Bundy fucking thriller that now gets a movie and was also a TV show, and yeah, it was on Netflix. It was uh, well, I mean, and the obviously disgusting, depraved. It was like something like weird, like evil, depraved, wicked. It had like eighteen different names. Yeah, the and it was all stupid because they didn't show anything even remotely wicked. This man fucked the corpses 
the the heads the severed heads of women and it's like a it's like a romantic comedy <laughs> well i love that they that they put out the the statement of please stop commenting on how beautiful ted bundy was and, and the first episode is called the handsome killer <laughs> and you're like okay if you're going to lead someone into something don't be mad that they got there well he is he's kind of like, cute that's like being mad at hansel and gretel for, for being german Exactly, for being children. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, wait. You can be mad at them for a litany of things. For the fact that they went into the woods with a basket of bread and then they dropped all of it on the ground, making them hungry enough to try and eat a stranger's house. Like, that's a stupid thing to do. It's true. I didn't even think about it. They, they, uh, they made their own prison. They really did, yeah. No, and then They uh, deserved to die. Well, thankfully they didn't. You didn't read the original, the Brothers Grimm one. Oh boy! Well, the Brothers Grimm are actually—they're very interesting. Um, they were two brothers who were just enamored with folk tales, and yeah, so they, they went, went all over Europe and collected a bunch. Yeah, and well, the, the cool thing is that they would collect um, multiple versions of the same story too, mm-hmm. and so they actually had the ability, and they did—they they kind of pick and choose little aspects of each version. And they would, over time, they would clean up the story to make it a little bit nicer, you know? Fuck that. Because, well, I mean, like, okay, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Right. She gets she, raped. Yeah, she gets raped to be woken up, not yeah. kissed lightly. Yeah. You know, so they changed or it a to king. being. It was a king. But it's like, so they changed it to just being a kiss, you know? Things that like. That was Disney, though. Things like, no, it was the Brothers Grimm. Mm, the Brothers Grimm, like, uh, even in Hansel and Gretel. They changed it from the initial story and made it um, that Hansel and Gretel were uh, living with her aunt and uncle, and their aunt and uncle sent them into the woods. Yeah. And they changed that. The original story is the parents, and the parents- Disown them or something. Left well, them no, the they, they, they find that they can't feed yeah. themselves and their children, so they leave their children yeah, in the yeah. woods. <laughs> and so the Brothers Grimm, after like 70 years of this story circulating, someone was like, hey, that's- it's a little mean to parents. Fuck so you, those parents. So it kind of puts parents in a bad light. And they're like, all right, I guess we can make it an aunt and an uncle. Why not? Give them a little bit of separation to make the parents not feel so shitty when they're reading their starving child this story and being like, that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're off on this one. I think the the original the uh, Brothers Grimm stories are pretty grim, hence the why we use Grimm. Their last name was Grimm. Yeah, it wasn't a it M's. wasn't a normal nomenclature at the time like this. Oh, that's grim. Yeah, of course. It got developed through time, just like, like last uh, names. <laughs> like I thought, I thought you were gonna have a better example. Yeah, I, I don't. Of another I don't, time that we use. I don't have. I don't have good examples just on the fly. Yeah, here's 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 one. Uh, like the fact that the uh, the saying before we had sliced bread uh, was <laughs> send a man on the moon. Well, no, because you know how like it's like, oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah. The saying before we had sliced bread was, it's the best thing since bagged bread. Because they, the best invention before they sliced the bread and put it in the bag was the fact they just put it in a bag. They just put it in a bag. <laughs> no more loafs under the arm tied up with twine. <laughs> and the saying before that was, uh, this is the best thing since uh, uh, severed heads. Yeah, since, they, since the guillotine. <laughs> since the guillotine. I was like. <laughs> That was the next jump in technology. And before that, it was... Uh... Well, I feel like that saying kind of fucked around. Because, like, if you look at technology, like, at one point in time... Like, so the Industrial Revolution, right? Right. 1922. It was when we put steam engines with locomotives, basically. Right? I'm, that was, I'm, that I'm was not, effectively yeah. what spurred the Industrial Re- Revolution. Yeah. The Romans... The ancient Romans invented yeah. steam engines. Steam engines. Yeah, they invented a bunch of stuff. And at the same time, in the world, was when the locomotive was invented. In yeah, in northern Africa. I was gonna say China. No, it was in northern Africa, and so that. But that was the thing is that the locomotive was in northern Africa, and the Romans were in Italy, Greece, Turkey, really that portion of the world, mm-hmm. and so that technologies didn't overlap and so they didn't combine them also the romans were a lot like us arrogant yeah and also uh stingy 
Because they looked yeah. at, they did the math, and they were like, yeah, this steam engine really could do a lot of good things, but we already have slaves doing all of that. That was always... And they're like... Yeah, that's always sla- been the thing. They're like, slaves are much cheaper, and we really don't care, so... Why do I need a car with an engine that I'm going to pump full of fossil fuels when I could just have four slaves push me around? Exactly. Well, I don't even need them to push me. They carry my pedestal. Through the town square. Yes, thank you. As I shout at these plebeians at my feet, give me more grapes. Oh, yeah. More grapes. More grapes. (laughs) I love that's always like part of the fucking old um, (laughs) myths of- When you think about them, yeah. Yeah, they're always like just chomping on grapes. Just like laying on some lazy guy's couch- To be fair- getting fed grapes. To be fair, the, the, the fad diet of the time- you know the way that like we had like the Atkins diet and we had yeah, like the grape Weight diet. Watchers. Yeah, their diet, the, the 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 most popular diet of the time was uh, a diet of strictly grapes and yogurt. They thought that's what was uh, okay. going to keep you alive for the longest was just grapes and yogurt. Were they wrong though? Like I, I don't feel know. Like... I feel like people do that nowadays. Yeah, like, like they I just feel call like themselves that's... a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> And then other vegans are like, that, you're, you're eating yogurt. That's not vegan. That's cultured. That's, that's, that's baby cow milk. You're stealing it out of the mouth of a baby cow. That's and then the true. other guy's like, well, yeah, but that baby cow's also like in a slaughterhouse. So it's not really drinking much milk. Oh, that's why they don't have animal, any, any animal products. God, we're terrible. The way that we treat our animals, not very nice. No, no, not really. Uh, fuck them. That's what I always say. It's everything. Yeah, I forgot you're from Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> That's Arkansas, asshole. You know, if you actually go to, uh, I think it's... Uh, Alabama? No, it's like... It's like... GuyFucksSister.com like autom- my favorite website. It, it like autom- <laughs> Well, no, it, it automatically redirects you to the welcome page for the University of Alabama. Oh, okay, yeah. Some <laughs> some guy bought it as a joke. Okay, we all we all get it. <laughs> some some guy bought it as an honest fact, and we all get it. Wait, did I just stomp on your premise? No, I I didn't have it. You anything. ever you ever come up with a punchline and you have nothing to go with it? Yeah, I have those. I have a whole list of them on my phone. I was walking out of my house today, and I was like, I have a punchline that only Jews would get. Oh, but you don't have a premise yet. No, I was trying to think of a shitty one, but I was like. Because well, the punchline would be, uh, she she walked out the door and she slammed it behind her and it knocked my mezuzah straight on the wall. Okay. Because mezuzahs sit on a wall at a slant. Oh. And so it's straight on the wall. <laughs> I'm like, only Jews would understand because everyone's like, wouldn't they knock it off the wall? You know, like, no, 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 it's the, the straight wall. on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'd be that'd be a fun that'd be a fun little. That's the thing. I can I can do like a Jewish happy hour of jokes. I think you and should come in completely unplanned and just make jokes using Yiddish terms. Mm-hmm. Kill, kill for hours, especially if I bring enough gas. Boom! Boom! Oh! Talking about uh, <laughs> something hanging on the wall. Yeah, I had the same bit, the same exact bit, but instead of a mahuzas, it was, it was my swastika. What's what? a swastik? A swastika? Oh, it's a swastika. Yeah. I thought you were saying your swastik. I was like, what the fuck is a swastik? They'll put my swastika straight on the wall. Because you know how I have it slanted. Yeah, you have it in the way that the Nazis used it. You didn't want to use it in the way that the ancient Buddhists and every other ancient culture every used it. Every single other. <laughs> like, wait, this, it's always been straight on the top. No, 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 no. We have it at a forty-five degree angle. Madness. And it's the the best thing is that the only other thing that we freaked out about being at a forty-five degree angle was like sexuality. Wow, I feel like that's a good place. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true? Boom, <laughs> boom. I was thinking of like the limp-wristed comment, you know? Yeah, no. Where you're like forty-five degree angle. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, that's a, Oh, that's kind of. It's about yeah. forty-five. I always said that that's 90, but it's... But at the same time, Zeke Heiling is also 45 degrees. Oh, my God. Is that like the... That is... Yeah, it's about 45 degrees. Let me grab my protractor real quick. Yeah, please do. Measure my arm real quick as I hold this heil. Yeah, just keep holding it. God, my arms don't have this much strength. How did the Nazis do it? All right. White power is always 45. 
Oh my god, have you seen that like okay stuff? What? Of this? Oh, like that means white power. Well, so no. So that actually was a conspiracy. The Cubs shit. Yeah, that So that was a big conspiracy. It started on 4chan. Well, no. So what happened was some guy during the fucking cuz I've always known this symbol as what like he did getting muffed as like no so like friend like my guy friends would do this and so if you get someone to look yeah then you get punched in the face a muff we always call it like you get like bang oh yeah the, we, we would get punched in the arm or we we would do it in the temple well and then the other thing was that if you were able to put your finger in the hole before they pulled it away then you got to you get the fuck them you got to hit them oh but so it was some stupid, like, you're gay, you're looking near my crotch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a dick thing. Eh, yeah, you're looking at so, my dick. And so they made this massive news story over the guy putting that symbol. In the in the Cubs thing, yeah. Yeah, behind a live broadcast. And they, I mean, every single major ma- news source jumped on it because, and here's the conspiracy behind the whole thing. Yeah. That day, like the next day, the day when all those reports are coming out, was the same day that a Cubs player was returning from suspension for literally almost beating his wife to death. So they were trying to get... Jeez, they're like, we got to get this story off of him. Anything. Yeah, Yeah, of course that means white. Yeah, they flooded the news with this fucking bullshit little article so that no one would remember that this player's back today. And, oh, yeah, a lot of people were very upset that he's still in the league at all. Yeah, we should. Because he almost killed his wife with his bare hands. What a prick. And he plays one of the only sports that goes at his fucking pace. That's why I dislike baseball. I yeah, like something with a time pace. limit. Yeah. They need a time limit. I don't like that a baseball pitcher has as long as he fucking wants to be like, no, nah, I don't want to throw yeah. this pitch. No, 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 no. Give me what's another this, option, what's catcher. What's this guy thinking? And if he waits too long, he's like, all right, get out to the mound. Let's talk about this. I was going to throw a slider. No, I was, was going to throw. I told you to throw a curveball or a, no, I want a knuckleball. It's like, we're paying you $50 million a year. To stand on a field and beat your wife, and yeah, 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 and then when you leave for a rain delay, you go home, get drunk as shit, and beat your wife. What a prick! What an ass! We should send him to jail too. Yeah, right along with, with uh, that affluenza guy from earlier. Oh, with the affluenza teen. Yeah, yeah. Last week sucks that he's out of jail. Hey, if anyone knows him, we would love to have him on the podcast. <laughs> Just come yeah. out to the shack in the middle of the woods, and I promise we won't. <laughs> You. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh no, no! Come on, that was a good one. I feel like it's better if it if it's uh, bleeped out. Yeah, okay. Well, beep you. <laughs> I like the <laughs> comment. Okay. Mainly because did it happen? Did it not? I don't know. He won't. According pay. to the law, it didn't happen. According to everybody else, it. I mean, it. According to everything, it. Did it didn't happen, but according to the law, it did happen exactly how he said it happened. Yeah, though there's no evidence or a conviction. Oh, but and what? Know. Oh, here's actually. Um, I know you do your Chicago podcast, but I figure I would talk about this real quick. It doesn't oh, even have to be in the episode. I don't mind. Oh. Um, <laughs> we're about Chicago's about to pass a recreational weed law. I know you said that it was going to happen Friday. What happened with that? So there what, was up there, to date one of the. There was a uh, there was a hang up in the bill, oh. because one of the biggest lab- one of the biggest unions in the country pushed against it. Uh, of course, what can you union? guess which one? Pipe fitters, uh, police officers. Oh. The police officer union pushed against the bill not because they had to change the way that they were working, but because they didn't like that they weren't going to receive. And they didn't like the amount of tax dollars they were going to receive from legal weed sales. Isn't that always they want more? They want a larger cut. Yeah, because they uh, they got to replace their war on drugs with the war on not waging a war and getting taxes. Exactly from the, the thing that they were waging war on. So they so yeah. So the entire reason they got held up is because the police department wanted a bigger cut of the taxes. Um, I thought you were going to say something stupid like no. The reason why the bill didn't pass is because in one of the fine lines it was like. But aliens can also rape our assholes? 
Well, that's in like most of our laws. Yeah, like if you you, no you, one, you really need no to read the fine fine the subsections print. of the sections. Well, according to chapter three, subsection eighteen point five, aliens can come down and rape our buttholes. Uh, yes, sir. However, if you check the addendum that is noted by the asterisk next to that, the uh, addendum actually notes that it has to be. Uh, you have to be complicit. In this uh, anal raping, and, and so we you actually, have to be complicit in anal raping. Yeah, yeah. So, so we we provide you with a with a condom that takes four hands to open, proving that you were complicit, and not that you were raped by a four armed alien. That is true. There is a lot of Goro aliens, <laughs> Goro type aliens out there. I believe in the universe. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we just got these two silly appendages on our arms. I mean, if I had four of these things, then I could do twice the amount of work. Isn't that true? What the fuck, God? What God damn fuck? you! Literally. So build a tower. Let's go up and tell him to his face. <laughs> I feel like that's a good place to end it. All right. Well, since Michael is obviously trying to get me out of the trailer. and into No, the like, we, can, we can talk about more no, stuff. No, 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 no. The last one was an hour 45. Hey, thank you all for joining us. Uh, I hope Michael does his job and cuts this down so it's not an hour 45. Yeah, I was, I was like three days late. Dog, uh, so. I can't even listen to myself talk for an hour 45. Uh, Joe Rogan does three-hour podcasts three times a week. Yeah, but he also can fall asleep by looking at himself in the mirror and going, you're enough. You're enough. And I can't. So once I get to that level where I feel comfortable enough calling Carlos Mencia, Carlos Menstelia to his face. Wow. I'll do it right now. Hey, he's- Carlos, come in here. Carlos. All ben- right, that's it because he's going to do a racist fucking accent. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Tune in next week and remember, always send us your shit and we'll look into it. Yeah, email us some emails. We got some emails. Or physically send us your shit and we will sift through it. <laughs> yeah, send it to our P.O. box. Please do. Go fuck yourself.